More than 1,000 Iraqi refugees have resettled in the United States in the past decade. They live quiet lives and seek peace. Their stories and experiences, most often horrifying, are never heard. They want what we all want, safety and education for their children, a decent dwelling to live in, a good wage for hard work, and a life free from the spilling of blood and persecution. And on a globe where terrorists, both foreign and domestic, mean to do harm, refugees or exiles find themselves misunderstood and often mistreated. A new art exhibition entitled Building Bridges presents 70 paintings by displaced Middle Eastern artists in four Wichita venues. This artwork will be sold via silent auction with proceeds benefiting the artists. By offering our community a chance to view and purchase these works, Building Bridges hopes to convey a human and heartfelt experience and challenge stereotypes about Arab peoples in these United States. I recently spoke to Dr. Ahmed Abdullah Fadam about the upcoming exhibition. We have the exhibition Building Bridges set up in Wichita right now and the Wichita area. Can you tell me, what is the value of an exhibition like Building Bridges? Well, I think it's going to be a good introduction to the refugee community here in the United States, especially the Middle Easterns from Iraq and Syria. Lately, we've been hearing many of the politicians talking about preventing refugees from coming to the United States because they pose a danger to the United States and maybe they are infiltrated by terrorists or other criminals. And this made the people think of all refugees. I don't, I'm not uh, generalizing here, but many of the people started thinking about refugees as dangerous. They don't know that many of us refugees, and I'm talking about myself also, are highly educated. We have lots of great skills that can be useful for the community. And uh, we are also society builders. Not all of us, as the politicians are portraying us, are terrorists and are ignorant and barbarians and hate others and, and such. We're just normal people, just like everyone else who are trying to get on with their lives and take care of our families and uh, serve our communities. And we can be very useful to this country. So this exhibition, I think it's going to be introducing us, the refugees, to the American people and show them what, what we can do. We're also thinkers. We're also uh, artists. We are educators. It's not uh, the same idea that they have about us, that they get from the media or from the politicians. People, people are used to having spokesmen uh, surround a certain uh, subject matter. So art might be a, an unusual way to reach people. Do you really feel that art can have an effect, an impact? Of course. Of course. Uh, uh, art can be very powerful, in, uh, especially expressing the way people think. You know that artists are also people. They're part of the same society. They live under the same conditions. They get exposed to the same things, just like others. But they have a privilege that they have their art as a way to express their feeling and the things that they are thinking about. So we, also, we always hear that a picture can be 
be more effective than a thousand words, right? So you can, with a, a one painting, can impact more people than just using words to tell them about the way you feel. So I think art is a, a very powerful instrument that can have a big impact on the society. Do you have any comment about the timing of this show? <laughs> I, I wasn't part of the plan of uh, the timing. I was just invited, so I don't uh, have any comments about the timing. But I think that if you are referring to the uh, presidential race that's happening right now and all of the recent comments made by the politicians, especially Donald Trump, I think, yes, the timing is, is right, especially when people now started uh, thinking seriously about uh, Donald Trump uh, uh, comments about refugees and about Muslims. I think this exhibition is going to be a way to explain and clear things for people, and it's going to be a good way to educate them. I've been watching the news. I've been following with uh, lots of posts on social media websites, and uh, I'm, I've been noticing lots of increase in is Islamophobia here in the United States. So I think that it's going to be the role of groups and organizations to explain to people about Muslims and about refugees and about Middle Easterns in general, who these people are, how, what kind of life they have, what are their hopes, their uh, dreams, their plans for the future, and to tell them that, yes, there are terrorists out there, but you have to know that there are also 1.3 billion Muslims across the world and only 50 or 60,000 of them are part of organizations like ISIS. So not all of us are terrorists, not all of us are dangerous, not all of us are haters. We are just like anyone else. We just want to go on with our lives and take care of our families and live happy. That's it. Right. What about, I know you're a family man and you have children. Yes, sir. Um, how is it for uh, the child of refugees. I mean, the, the child is a refugee uh, themselves. How is it for your children, is what I mean to ask. Well, I had some concerns at the beginning, especially when we arrived, because, you know, this is all new to my kids. They've moved to a, a different country with a different culture, with a different education system and, and a different language. So I had some concerns at the beginning, and also I had concerns about how people will receive them, especially that they, are, they came from Iraq and they are Muslims. And in 2012, we were still hearing about terrorist attacks, about al-Qaeda. There was no ISIS back then, but al-Qaeda and other groups. So I thought that this may become a problem for them especially that they don't have the language yet and they won't be able to answer questions or explain things to others. But uh, thank God things went on very smooth. Uh, they were received very well at school. Everyone loves them, especially their uh, tutors. They picked up the language really fast and they started having friends and became part of the, of the culture, uh, basically. Now they know more about the American culture than about their uh, Iraqi culture. Because uh, when they arrived, they were still young. They didn't know much about Iraqi culture. And they Im immediately merged into the American society. So it it's been a, a good experience so far. I'm, uh, the only thing that, and I'm, I'm, I want to uh, tell you this, 
my older son's name is Mohammed. And sometimes I feel, especially when we go to new places, I try not to call him by his name. This is because of the concerns that we started to have, especially recently after the uh, statements of uh, Donald Trump about Muslims and about all the news that we've been watching and reading about how some Muslims were treated aggressively. So that's why I try not to call him by his name, maybe use a nickname. Sometimes I try not to speak to my kids in Arabic, talk to them in English, these kind of things. Hmm. I don't want them to be exposed to anything that can have an effect on their lives. So if I'm alone, I don't care. But if they're with me, I try not to make them feel anything. How long have you been an American? I've been here since 2012. So uh, this is my fourth year. It's going to be four years in uh, August. Yes. What is your uh, message to Kansans who will view this show? Well, my first stop was in North Carolina. I haven't been to many states so far, but I hear that people in Kansas are very generous, very welcoming, and they're very open. And my message to them is, please, keep doing so. Don't worry about what the politicians are saying. We're all humans. We all want to live together in peace and feel happy. That's all. Us Muslims, we're also open to others. We're not as closed as others are telling you. Our religion um, encourages us to respect others, to love others. And even when we greet people, we say, Salaamu Alaikum, peace may be upon you. So we believe in peace. Please don't believe what's, what's been said and listen to us. Is there anything, Doctor, anything else that you wish to tell our listeners about this exhibition? This exhibition, exhibition will show how the Iraqi and maybe Syrian arts have transformed. I think there will be some paintings for Iraqi pioneers, maybe copies of them, but it will show how the Iraqi art started and then all of the phases that happened, especially when Saddam Hussein's regime came and the wars in Iraq happened and maybe even the civil war Syria is going through right now and how this had an effect on art in Iraq. And, it's, and it will also show how people started to think. The art in these two countries turned dark. It was kind of art that used to look for beauty. Now it's an art that talks only about misery and death. It can be a good way to understand what the people in these two countries are going through. Art is the mirror of the societies. So I think it's going to be a good way, an informative way, for the people in Kansas to know more about the Iraqi and Syrian art and about the Iraqi and Syrian people. Outstanding. Doctor, I want to tell you something. Uh, you and I spoke yesterday, and I told you how affected I was by what you've been doing and, and uh, your diaries, and, and I'll continue to read those, but... Uh, on behalf of myself and, and the, the station, KMUW here, we wish you only the best. Thank you so much, sir. I want everything to, I really appreciate to it. be well and be better for you in this country. 
I really appreciate it, sir. I, I, I thank you, Doctor. Thanks for your time this morning. Learn more about the exhibition and speaking engagements surrounding the exhibition at KMUW.org. For KMUW, I'm Kurt Klontz.